0: hello everybody welcome to the third season of the we want more podcast we are excited to bring you more stories of transformation and meditations that we hope will inspire you to engage in the adventure of discovering your identity and purpose in christ thank you for listening in Hi, this is Ryan Burnham. And in this meditation, we're going to take time to focus on our anger. To find a place that you can be alone, away from distraction. Take a deep breath in. And let it out slowly. I want you to start by just inviting Jesus into the room with you. You're not alone in your anger. You're not rejected in your anger. And God is not scared of your anger. But he wants to be in it with you and lead you on a path of healing and restoration. Anger is an emotion that we all feel. And many of us haven't been given the tools to deal with it in a healthy way. And so we either run from it because it's scary or we're ashamed of it because we act in ways that don't line up with who we are. whatever your response is to anger, in this meditation, we're gonna begin by recognizing it in ourselves. And then we're gonna face it with Jesus next to us and invite him to give us understanding empathy towards ourself and those around us and begin to heal the places in us that were hurt through anger and forgiveness for the times that we hurt other people. Proverbs 14 says when your heart overflows with understanding you'll be very slow to get angry but if you have a quick temper your impatience will be quickly seen by all and it's that understanding that Jesus wants to bring into your life that he knows your story he knows the mistakes that you've made and the harm that's been done to you. And so right now, let's begin by recognizing how we respond to anger. Do you go inward, become resentful, bitter, discouraged by the world around us? Or do you go outward and seek to control or hurt people? Does it lead to rage where you feel out of control and afraid? As you begin to recognize it in yourself, try not to judge, but observe what you feel and how you respond. Often we don't like to look at it because we're ashamed of the things that we've done in anger. But with Jesus sitting next to you, he's not there to condemn you but to help you and to heal you. It may be helpful to begin to explore what it feels like in your body. Does your face get hot? Do you feel it in your gut? Do you hold it in your shoulders? Next, let's look at the things that make us angry. As you look back, find the times that you've gotten too angry, too upset. What was it in those moments that made you so angry? Was it your child's behavior? Was it your embarrassment or your fear? Did somebody wrong you or hurt you? Many times it makes sense that we are angry, but sometimes our response is greater than it requires. Instead of shame or guilt, I encourage you to look at those as invitations. To things going on deeper in your soul, we often get stuck being sad about our reaction the destructive behaviors that can stem out of the way we deal with anger. So I want you to bring into your mind all the moments that you feel shame or guilt around. Did you say something to your spouse? Did you treat your children poorly or harshly? Did you try and get revenge on a friend or a coworker? Did you withhold love? as you bring those things into your mind, I want you to hand them to Jesus. And as you hand them to Jesus, you can repeat under your breath, Jesus, forgive me for the ways that I've dealt with my anger that don't honor you haven't led to freedom or to healing forgive me for the pain that I've caused others and as you hand those destructive behaviors to Jesus What does he have for you in return? Now that we've given Jesus, our negative response to anger. We're still left with the emotion of anger. So ask Jesus, what do I do with my anger? Where did it come from? And again, try not to judge whether it's right or wrong, whether you're angry, but simply recognize that you are angry and allow yourself to get curious and explore what's underneath that anger. so often is the result of feeling another emotion. Such as hurt, fear, insecurity, pain. And it reminds us of things in our past. Things that we can't control. So we use anger as a way to attempt to control it. For example, we don't want the narrative our childhood to be played out in our children's narrative. And so we get angry when they do things that remind us of the pain we experienced. And our love for them is distorted by the pain that we felt. or a spouse rejects us in a way that reminds us of our mom or our dad. And so we act out of the anger of our childhood and it comes barreling into the present. So bring up a memory that you may have gotten too angry and asked Jesus, does this remind me of anything in my childhood? Was there another time in my story that I felt like this? If something came to mind, a memory of when you were growing up, invite Jesus into that memory. It might be your dad punishing you, a brother or a sister bullying you. It could be an injustice that happened to you when you were little, but ask Jesus to appear to you in that memory. yourself to experience the empathy of Jesus. He too felt pain and hurt that he didn't deserve, and he understands the emotions that you're feeling right now. So as we go through life, and we begin to experience these moments of anger again, let's begin to invite Jesus, not to take the anger away, but to reveal what's underneath it. to allow us the space and the time to take a step back and recognize that there's more to the story than the present moment. And that instead of letting our anger Prompt us towards the destructive behavior. Allow it to be a flag in our hearts and our minds. That's a place that we need to invite Jesus to explore deeper in our souls the things that are broken and unhealed. In Ephesians, he says, don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. Don't let anger control you or be fuel for revenge. Not for even a day. What it doesn't say is don't get angry. Don't feel the passion of your emotions. Instead, it says... Don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. So it's as we begin to recognize the anger and the difficult emotions that fuel destructive behavior, we can take a breath and allow it to lead us into the presence of Jesus. who doesn't look over our anger, who doesn't minimize our anger, but allows us to feel it and begin to heal in the places that are actually fueling that emotion. And with the understanding that he brings into our hearts, We can stop hurting the people around us and begin to own and face the journey deeper into our hearts with Jesus. He's not mad at you. He's not disappointed in you. He doesn't turn away from you, but he moves into you. I want you just to imagine Jesus on the cross. As he hung on the cross, the rage of humanity was pointed directly at him. As he hung with the marks on his body, crown of thorns on his head, but his arms wide open. He absorbed the anger and didn't return wrath in response to their anger. Instead, he gave grace. He looked to heaven and he says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And he looks towards you and he says, forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they do. And it's his sacrifice that gives us the ability to move beyond the guilt and the shame, beyond the judgment of right and wrong, into relationship with a loving father who wants to heal you and set you free. Because once you begin to experience that forgiveness and the healing of your brokenness, You can begin to pass that to your children, to your spouse, to your friends. And you can begin to be a source of healing and grace. So I'm going to close just with a prayer. Father, you see us, you know everything about us. You see the times where we've made mistakes, the destruction our anger has caused, and you also see the damage that's been done to us through anger, the hurt, the insecurity, and the pain. And so we stand before you and ask for your grace. to heal, to know love and acceptance and to begin to respond from that place of healing and power over our places of brokenness and sin through the power of your spirit and for the glory of your name. Amen.